Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Years in prison. I'm Mike Marilla. A White House rally in support of student loan forgiveness. We have a long way to go. I'm Nick Alinelli. Why we are learning why the Washington Spirit the Washington Spirits head coach was fired. And a top tennis star will miss the U.S. Open. WTOP at 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. A redacted affidavit on the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago could be released by noon tomorrow, but there's still no telling how much we could see. CBS's Stephen Portnoy reports that's up to Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt. Reinhardt has seen the full version, of course. He used it to authorize the search warrant. He signaled in an order earlier this week that he sympathizes with the prosecutor's argument that harm could be done to the investigation and potentially to witnesses if too much is released. California could set new standards for automakers soon. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. It is a major proposal that could have an impact well beyond California. Under the plan, the Golden State will require a shift from gas-fueled cars to electric cars by 2035. We will be the first jurisdiction in the world to require all new cars to be sold to be alternative fuel cars. Environmentalists hope the move here in California will lead to other states and other countries taking similar action. The federal government must also give its approval. A nuclear power plant occupied by Russia is back online in Ukraine. Electricity was cut when a fire broke out during shelling overnight. It caused a blackout and spiked fears of a nuclear disaster. Half of China is experiencing drought right now and possibly the worst heat wave on record. That's a problem because many of its plants rely on rivers to fuel and provide power. CBS's Remy Inocencio reports. Falling rivers and reservoirs have translated into falling capacity to produce hydroelectric power. Some cities have experienced rolling blackouts, while others have proactively turned off streetlights. Officials have also told companies that they must shorten factory hours or shut down altogether to ensure the general population has enough power to light their homes and to turn on their air conditioning units. Four more Republican states will ban almost all abortions this week, including Tennessee. We will not let up. We will not be quiet. So we have households falling apart because of a racist health care system. Obviously, reaction there is mixed. So far, 13 states have passed so-called trigger laws to outlaw abortions. Borrowers are celebrating President Biden's decision to cut down on student debt, but some say it doesn't go far enough. This fight is not over. We want more. We need more. People can start applying for relief soon. CBS's Jill Schlesinger. What you need to do is go to studentaid.gov slash debt relief, and you'll have to fill out a form. That means about 35 million people who don't have income information, go do it. And even if they have your information, do it anyway. The form will eventually be up on the Department of Education's website. The Dow is up more than 300 points this hour. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 
And now, a special update from the WTOP Traffic Center. Traffic on the Beltway in Virginia on the Interloop remains completely stopped near the George Washington Parkway. A motorcade is outbound. Parkway traffic will be held at times along with routes into Rockville. Outer loop traffic is moving, but rubbernecked. This is in the midst of a busy Thursday rush hour. More on the 8s and when it breaks. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Good afternoon. It is 4.03. Thanks for driving along with us on this Thursday, August the 25th. It's 84 degrees. Hello, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top local stories we're following for you this hour. They are accused of working side jobs for a security firm while on duty as Prince George's County police officers. Well, now 13 current officers and one retired cop have been indicted for it. Let's go to WTOP's Mike Marillo. This is truly a disheartening day for the men and women who represent the very best of Prince George's County Police Department. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz on the indictments on felony and misdemeanor theft and misconduct in office for the officers. This after they're accused in 2019 and 2021 of working for a security firm run by a fellow officer and doing shifts for that job on the clock for the police department. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy. Public safety cannot operate without integrity. The officer's involvement was discovered after an internal investigation of the officer that ran the firm. That officer pled guilty to tax evasion. In Upper Marlboro, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A bunch of people who support the president's decision to cut some student loan debt gathered in front of the White House today. They wanted to say thank you and give us more. This fight is not over. While speakers at the rally thanked President Biden, they said this is just the beginning. We want more. We need more. Currently, I'm facing about $20,000 in debt. Dorian Rogers says the loan forgiveness program affects him directly. Having this debt is another burden and another uh, struggle, especially when I'm trying to embed myself with an education. The program erases $10,000 in federal student loan debt for those with incomes below $125,000 a year. Outside the White House, Nick Ainelli. WTOP News. Republicans quickly denounced the plan as an insult to Americans who have repaid their debt and to those who didn't go to college. Moderate Democrats chimed in as well. Another school system welcomed students back today, and Loudoun County says its focus is on teaching and learning. This is the, the real deal for students and their families. They are really excited for the first day of school. Loudoun County Public Schools Deputy Superintendent Ashley Ellis. While you hear about things in the news and certainly may be aware of them um, in some homes, when you walk into the schools, the focus is on teaching and learning, and teachers are there to support their students' learning and really that's the focus for everyone in the buildings. She says survey data done by the school system shows families trust teachers to do the best for their students. The most recent survey shows 91% of families are satisfied with how much their child is learning at school. In Loudoun County, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Leaders in Fairfax County want a change in how information is shared about those arrested and charged with crimes. A letter to the Fairfax County delegation of the Virginia General Assembly comes after emails bounced back from the police department, letting Fairfax County Public Schools know that a middle school counselor had been arrested
arrested and charged with soliciting prostitution from a minor. Fairfax County Board of Supervisors Chairman Jeffrey McKay and Fairfax County School Board Chair Roshna Sizemore-Heiser in the letter said that there are several serious issues about how Virginia handles information regarding the arrest or conviction of people between jurisdictions. They want to partner with the delegation to come up with a standardized state reporting system for those arrested or convicted in other states that come to Virginia for employment. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Keep it here on WTOP. We have breaking news. A judge ordered the release by Friday of a redacted version of that affidavit backing up the search of former President Trump's Florida estate. Keep it here because after traffic and weather, CBS's Catherine Harridge will tell us all about that. It's 407. Here's John Sheck, Executive Director, Cyber Protection Solutions with Raytheon Intelligence and Space. When our nation needs the best in cybersecurity, they look to the team at Raytheon Intelligence and Space. We have seasoned cybersecurity professionals actively protecting our nation's most vital infrastructure. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, Think twice before sending money through an app or online. 